welcome back to my podcast. I hope you liked the last podcast. Before we get started, get a drink and a snack and sit back and relax. Today, I'm here with a new guest, Miss Haywood. Would you like to tell us about yourself? Yes. Um, my name is Mrs. Haywood, but I also go by April May. And I'm a musician, an entrepreneur, a business owner, and an educator. Um, I co-found a group, and it's called Sounds of A and R, Sounds of April and Randall, and that spells out sore. And we like to do all different kinds of genres. I'm a vocalist, and Randall, my husband, he is an instrumentalist, and his focus is on the trumpet. And we combine a lot of genres like R&B, country, gospel, and we like to just create our own unique sound. That's amazing. Um, Thank you. I have a few questions for you. Um, first of all, what inspired you to make be a musician? You know, when I was younger, I grew up in church, and you always had to, as a as a child, you had to do something. You had to participate in something. And so I decided to join the choir and I was very shy, uh, but I got a lot of opportunities to perform. And from that, my brothers, I have two older brothers. One plays the bass and the other plays the drums. As little kids, we created a group called Web3. And so we started performing at church. And then from church, we started to perform at other churches around the area. And we lived in Kansas at the time. And so from a very young age, uh, we were introduced to music and got a lot of opportunities to grow and to just continue performing. And we all still perform today. You're really talented. Um, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, let's, um, okay. Um, have you ever wanted to work with kids with special needs or did it just happen? So, so that's how we met, right, Colleen? So yes. I was the, the music teacher at the Midland School, um, and, which is a wonderful organization for kids who have special needs. And I actually learned so much from being there because I had just graduated college and I had no experience at all. So um, being able to be uh, the teacher at this school, it really opened my eyes to working with people with special needs because I, I had never done so before. And it really, it really was such an amazing opportunity because you realize that everybody is really the same inside. The students there, they just want to learn and they want to have friends and relationships. And with music, they connected so well with it. And we did so much fun things together. And I know Colleen can tell you about the drama plays that we did, which was so much fun that involved dancing and singing and acting. And they did such an amazing job. And I was just so happy to be a part of such a wonderful program. Oh, I'm flattered. Thank you. <laughs> um, what, what was your um, fav 
favorite thing about working at Midland? I know you explained a little bit of it, but what was your favorite memory or favorite thing at Midland? I think what I loved the most was the the choir concerts. So we would put on about I think four shows a year, and I just loved when I would hear individual students do solos and the way that they would express themselves and how they would move and just let the music flow through them freely. And I also liked it when Somerville High School would come to our school at the Midland School and they would perform with us and we'd have a day where we would do workshops together and then we would have lunch together and they would perform for us and then we would perform for them and then we we would all perform together and it was just so much fun and such a wonderful interaction yeah that was fun i really enjoyed that we they midland should continue that it was beautiful i loved it yeah for sure especially the lunch <laughs> that was like my favorite and meeting all these new people and it was just awesome mm-hmm um, out of all of the plays that you did at Midland, what was your favorite play? Mm. It has to be a toss-up between Footloose and High School Musical. High oh, School yeah. Musical was the, the first one that I had done when I first arrived. Um, and I actually had done that play when I was in high school. So I really love doing it again, and it, I love the music, and I love the dancing, and I loved how all of the students were able to capture all those moments on stage. And then Footloose, I, I also did that one when I was in high school, too. Um, Footloose is just so much fun with the dancing and the choreography, so it'd be a toss-up between High School Musical and Footloose. I, I like High School Musical. That was like my favorite because I was Miss Darvis and I like <laughs> yep. supposedly like acting like old people, which is kind of fun. <laughs> um, yeah, you did that very well. You're a good old person. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was supposed to be um Ann Eller in Oklahoma, but um sadly Corona canceled everything. I was looking yeah. for that was tough because I think the day, the day before we had to um, close down school was the the time we were able to do the play from beginning to end. So we only got to do it from beginning to end one time, and it was just a rehearsal. And I I wish we would have been able to do it for an audience. But I do, I am glad that we were able to have fun while we were doing it. So I still think about those memories. Me too. It's like amazing, especially when you're just like down and stuff. You just be like, oh, think about Midland. <laughs> That's right. And all the funny stories that we all have. <laughs> um, do you ever want to work with kids with special needs again in the near future? For sure. I think working with and including everybody is extremely important. I think that we all should be inclusive in whatever occupation that we choose to do. And mine happens to be music. And I think it's one of those 
bridges and it's one of those universal languages that can reach everybody and it can touch everybody's lives. And especially during this time, I think, you know, we need things that are uplifting and things that can carry us through while we're dealing with such a difficult time. And I think music can be that bridge that brings us all together and including people with special needs and everyone coming together. I, I, um, I agree on that for sure. Because music is definitely a bond that everybody can understand. Mm-hmm. Bond with, even if it's like different genres, everybody has a certain thing they can talk about. Exactly. And I think music is the number one thing that everybody talks about, actually. I feel like that, because every conversation that I have, even with adults or in college, like students, everybody's talking about music and I feel instead of like theater or um at like in all those subjects you can think of music is everybody's number one thing that they talk about right I think like you said before everyone has their certain kind of genre or their certain kind of feel that they like but within those different genres there's all of these connections with just just within music that brings people together. And it's because of how it makes you feel. And it's, you know, how some people are able to express themselves fully. Right. And it's like really cool, like with kids that don't know how to talk or like, and they communicate with their ad patents and with their talkers too. Um, mm-hmm. They can literally tell you how they're feeling in a song. And I think that's just amazing how people can do that. I think that's awesome, too. And that's something that I was exposed to while I was the music teacher at the Midland School. And I had never been exposed to that before. Um, Just seeing how everybody in their different ways that can connect with music. Right. I totally agree. Um, the, for parents who are interested in bringing their child or children <laughs> to Midland School, <laughs> where can they find or contact the school? I believe the website for the Midland School is um, midlandschool.org. <laughs> I believe so too. I can always like um put it out there like on my when I put them on my media, like I can put the link. Um okay. Uh, I thought I had another question. <laughs> um do you do you have any questions for me? Uh before we were actually recording, I was wondering what motivated you to start your own podcast that's a very good question um I actually got motivated in one of the classes that I took in college and it was about people with disabilities how people can understand and learn from people like me or and I thought it was brilliant idea and we had to make a podcast 
for um, one of the professors for four minutes with our FSP group. I forgot the actual name for FSP, but um, it was like awesome. So I just loved doing the podcast with everybody. And I was just like, you know, I want to do something great with four people like me so others can stand up and or um, get advice or anything, really, just to have fun with the podcast. I think that's so amazing. And I told you before, I'm very proud of you for doing this and finding a passion that you like and something that you really are into and something that matters to a lot of people. Right. And a lot, and I realize people who doesn't have disabilities, I notice this a lot that I feel like people don't realize people with special needs, like, they matter too. Like they shouldn't be excluded or labeled or anything. Like they should be included with everything or even thought of. Because I feel like that'd be um, one thing that a lot of people don't understand how amazing and talented people with disabilities are. I totally agree. And I think you're doing such a wonderful job bringing awareness to the special education community and sharing your light to the world. And I definitely commend you for doing that. Thank you. Um, I normally end the podcast with questions for others to un- like think of when I have my next podcast, but this time I wanna spice things up. Um, for next few podcasts, I'm gonna share some quotes that I thought would be fun. Here's today's quote. It takes time. We take our focus off of disabilities and place it on capabilities so we can see the the person first. Robert, and that person is actually from, that quote is from Robert M. Hensel. Oh, that's a wonderful quote. I thought that was perfect for like this podcast. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the the uh, the message, the email. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, I have one more thing to add. Um, do you? I know you have media and stuff. Um, I see you post on Instagram. Um, where can they find you on your Instagram or Facebook? Okay, so on Instagram, you can find me at underscore sounds of A and R, and you spell it all out. And you can also find me on Facebook, and all you have to do is search sounds of A and R. And we actually have a couple events coming up um, on Friday. January 22nd, we're releasing our third album. So our album will be released and it's called Questions Left Unanswered. So it will be available on all digital platforms where you can download or you can also order a physical CD that is signed by us from our website at soundsofanr.com. And one more thing, we have our CD release virtual show. So we're going to do a live virtual show on Facebook, um, just singing the songs from our album and 
kind of talking about where we got our inspirations to write the music. And you can find that on our Facebook page. All you have to do is search Sounds of A&R. And that is Saturday, January the 23rd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I hope to see you there. I, I can't wait. Sounds like amazing. And people, you should definitely listen to Miss Haywood. She's very talented. <laughs> um, 